Hey besties, what it do? It's your host with the most. It's D, and you know I'm back with another podcast, and I have some news, y'all. This is the last podcast that will be in the Facing Yourself series. We have come to the end. For y'all who are just tuning in, we have been in a series called Facing Yourself, which is all about finding out who you are so you can fight against who you are not. And we learned that we we all have something called a garage, which is our heart aka our subconscious mind and this is the place where god desires to dwell in our subconscious mind i share with you guys about my garage and a little bit about the items that were in it throughout our series um we had blogs and podcasts for those of you who only listen to the podcast i would encourage you to go check out the blogs because the blogs get in get a little more sometimes and the podcast get a little more sometimes you just never know what you're gonna get so i just advise you guys to go go ahead and read and receive from the podcast as well so if you haven't been keeping up with the blogs head over to blissfulfate.com and Check out the Facing Yourself series. This specific podcast, you read the title, is called, Did You Know That Roots Can Be Uprooted? So the very first question I have is, did you get a chance to ask Holy Spirit to help you to find the root of an item in your garage? Because remember, we were trying to understand why a specific item was in our garage and in order to to know why that item was in the garage we had to get to the root of it so did you guys do that that was your homework in case you didn't know so if you have done that i applaud you because i know that wasn't easy it was not easy because looking into the garage is hard enough then you got to figure out why this is in my garage in the first place let me tell y'all throughout this whole year we are in december of 2022 and throughout this whole year i have been mixing and mastering and battling and rebuking and all kind of stuff with my feelings like this year it really was the knuck if you buck you with my feelings like you know, we can be led by our feelings so much. And feelings are not supposed to be our dictators. We're not supposed to follow our feelings. We're not supposed to allow our feelings to dictate us, but they are indicators. And with finding the reason behind an item in your garage, Usually it come you, know, you can figure it out with God through a feeling because like I had told y'all one of the items in my garage was anger. Anger is an emotion which causes a feeling. You know what I'm saying? And because because of the stuff that has happened 
throughout my life and figuring out that it was an item in my garage, I had to battle that feeling. So when something angered me, because anger is always going to happen. It's not a bad thing, but what you do after, what you do with that item in your garage is either good for you or bad for you, good for somebody else or bad for someone else. Because just because you feel a feeling does not mean you have to act on that feeling. So I say it to say, uh, sometimes your your discovery will come through a feeling and then you have to go to God and ask God, like, God, where does this come from? What am I feeling this way for? How come I react instead of respond, you know? So, yes. So a little bit, a little backstory to this topic. So let me tell y'all, when I was a little girl, my parents had this huge tree in front of their house. I mean, the tree was huge. My parents got a, a, a nice size front yard and then they got the sidewalk and then they got the little grass, a little grass area right on the other side of the sidewalk. Y'all know how I look. Y'all know how, how a sidewalk looks in between the front yard space and then by the mailbox. I hope y'all do because I think all houses are kind of set up that way. But it was like right, the tree was like right by the mailbox and it was a huge tree and it shaded the sidewalk and the the street. Like, the shade would be almost all the shade of the tree would be almost across the street. So like I don't know what type of tree that was, but they did have a lot of shade underneath and it housed so many different creatures. Like I seen like I probably seen like snails. I seen a lot of ants. They had bugs that I didn't even know the name of. So many squirrels, so many birds. I seen owls in that tree at night. Then people from all around the neighborhood, when they when I was little, they used to ride bikes and be on skates and be on four-wheelers and dirt bikes and all of that. Them people walking and all those people used to come and they used to stop by the tree because the tree was so shady. And it's not like they was in front of our house because, like I said, the, the shade of the tree would go all the way across the street. So it's like you standing under the tree, you could be standing either in, by the house or you could be standing across the street and you still under the shade of the tree like it was safe to say that everybody loved the tree from the birds to the lizards to the bugs everybody to the people everybody loved the tree and i like the tree too because i'm from louisiana and we only really got two two um seasons we got summer and we got a little bit of winter Okay, there's nothing in between. We can call it fall. We can call it spring. We can call it whatever we want, whatever we want. But we really only got summer and a little bit of winter. Okay, because I live in the south and it's bipolar in Louisiana. One minute, like right now, one minute is warm. The next minute is cold. I can't deal, but it's okay. So like I was saying, everybody loved the tree, right? Because we, you know, we from Louisiana. It was, when it's summer, summer, it's hot, hot. Okay? We need a little shade. Okay? And, like, it was cool. The tree was cool. But, like, they had one problem. And I, I didn't really think it was a problem because when I used to... Okay, I'm going to tell y'all what the problem was. So, before I get ahead of myself. So, the problem was 
the sidewalk started to raise because the roots of the tree was so big to the point that the sidewalk was raising and the if the sidewalk could raise the root system would damage something even further so let me tell y'all why that wasn't a problem for me because when i was younger i used to go on bike adventures and that was and i couldn't get in the street right so i always used to like going down the street though all the way down all the way down my parents street because they had these little yellow things and it was really speed bumps but they were yellow and they were circle and i used to like to ride on them and that was the only time i would really get in the street because i was young i couldn't get in the street so i was supposed to be on be on the be on the street so like when i used to ride on the sidewalk that was my speed bump okay i used to be on my 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 bike and i call her pony puff because i believe that was the name of the little pegasus from pokemon y'all know if anybody's a fan of pokemon y'all know they had this white horse with fire coming out i really think her name was um pony puff i used to call i used to call my bike pony puff after her but it was a pegasus so i used to be riding my bike and then go over the speed bump and stop at the stop right there because the tree was shade me real good okay but mm, my parents didn't like it because obviously that could have been damaging to their house so they called people to cut the tree down and um it really was amazing because now if you look at it it don't even look like a tree was there like you the only way you will know a tree was there is if you were were witnesses of the tree or if you see a picture but now like if you look in front of my parents house they don't have no you wouldn't be able to tell but yeah before i knew it my little my little tree that that allowed me to have a speed bump on the sidewalk was being uprooted and i can't tell you what the process was i can't tell you even how long it took I don't know, but what was amazing is that tree was here before my parents even was, um, my parents even moved to this house that they, they was in and before I was even born because I, you know, I grew up in, in, in the same house since I was like little. So the tree was always there. So the tree was like, you know, that was, that was my parents tree, you know, and it was uprooted after years of it being there so it was so cool and it's just safe to say like i don't know if y'all know if y'all could catch the drift but it don't matter how long something was there it can be uprooted and if a man if a a, a group of men who does i don't know what it's called construct construction i don't know if it's called construction i don't know but a group of if a group of men could uproot a tree that has been there for years and fix the sidewalk and get down into the nitty-gritty to get the root system because the sidewalk that i mentioned the sidewalk is also flat there is no more speed bump there the sidewalk is also flat so if a man if a group of men that was created can uproot a tree and its roots what what makes you think that the god of this world the creator of all things seen and unseen can't uproot the things that are in your garage you can be going through a something for years on top of years but the moment god puts his hand on it 
all of that root system will be uprooted. Take the woman with the issue of blood. For those who do not read the Bible, let me tell you about this sister. Okay, she, there was this woman. She had an issue of blood. I don't know where she was bleeding from. She had an issue of blood. She could have she could have been menstruating all her life. Or she could I don't know where it was coming from, but it's sad to say that this woman was bleeding out of bleeding, like having a ongoing menstrual. Now, women, y'all could feel it. Y'all could probably be like, man, I would hate that. That's what my sister was going through. The lady was going through nonstop bleeding and she went to doctor after doctor after doctor after physician after physician and nobody could do nothing for her right she spent all of her money all of her resources on trying to get healed from this issue of blood and she heard one day that the that jesus will be walking and she said she she said if i can only touch the hem of his garment okay she seen jesus walking one day and she touched she ran out in faith and touched the hem of his garment and guess what she stopped bleeding she was completely healed okay and the story just goes on to say jesus felt healing power come out of his come out of him and then turned around and said who touched me there was a crowd around him the disciples was walking with him and the disciples was like baby uh how you could nobody touched you they got a crowd of what a who could tell who touched you a lot of people touching you they got a crowd of people around you but jesus was like no power left me somebody intentionally touched me somebody intentionally needed this power somebody intentionally wanted to draw from me so who was it so she had came all humble she knelt down and was like it was me and the lord said you are made well your faith has healed you go ahead go ahead you are you are a daughter he a daughter you are you are well something like that i don't know exactly what he said but he he made it known to her that it's okay you good now and let me just tell you when you have an item in your garage you need to be just like sis who had ran to the him and his garments and draw from that healing power you got an item in your garage that you have been dealing with for years on top of years on top of years for months on top of months for weeks it don't matter you want to be free the ultimate goal the ultimate mission is to be whole and to be free you already free you already whole but you also have to act on that freedom you also have to go after that freedom you also have to continue to pursue that freedom that that wholeness so what you gonna do is you're gonna sit there or are you gonna touch the hem of that garment and allow god to uproot the the item in your garage to allow god to to turn around and tell you you haven't been made well because you have pursued me are you gonna actively go after him what are you gonna do because after it, it's up to you to pursue him it's up to you to get that freedom it's up to you to take them issues to him it's up to you to show him and present the items in your garage it's up to you you can go ahead and deal with the things that you've been doing dealing with all these years and continue to go to these things that cannot help you when you know the option there is one option there is one who can actually do it there is no other cure you know it you just gotta put in the effort so what you gonna do woman with the issue of blood 
uh, mad with the issue of blood because it don't have to be that you bleeding. It don't have to be that you bleeding out the way she was bleeding because we all bleeding in one way or another. We all have wounds that are freshly, freshly made and wounds that have not healed. So it, 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 and then internally, we all bleeding that, and at some point, we all can relate to that woman with the issue of blood. We all can. Because we all got items in our garage that we need to take to the king so that he can help us. So he can tend to our wound. He is the great physician. He is the bomb in Gilead. He is Jehovah Jireh, the provider. He is that. He is the provider of restoration. The provider of hope. The provider of uprooting items in the garage. He is Lord. He is the one that wants to help you. He is the great I am. So what are you going to do, bestie? What are you going to do, best or Are you going to allow yourself to go into 2023 with the items in your garage that God wanted to heal in 2022 that he wanted to put you on that process of? Let me tell you, he may, he may allow you to be completely healed and completely free as you touch the hem of that garment or he, or he may allow you to go through a process, but either way, you're going to be healed. You're going to be free so what you what are you gonna do all right i don't know where that came from i have no idea but we're gonna keep it rolling we're gonna keep going i don't know where that came from so when it comes to a tree we're going back to the tree and my mom and them front yard okay so when a tree is uprooted the likelihood of survival is literally slim to none like if they would have tried to put that tree back in the ground somewhere else that tree would have died because the root system was damaged y'all know the like i said the roots were so big that it was um that it was lifting the sidewalk so if they would have tried to plant it somewhere else man the roots was already dead because they had to you know break them down beat them up to get the tree out of the out of the ground and something i'm learning right now as i am gardening y'all i'm new to gardening <laughs> i'm new to gardening and i i have i have successfully grown two nice size napa cabbage y'all i have grown two napa cabbage they were they were pretty they were pretty good it was decent i'm not gonna say they were the best uh salads i ever had but i grew some napa cabbage and I actually grew it to term, right? So something I had to do with the Napa cabbage. So I bought them. I bought them as little bitty Napa cabbages, right? I didn't grow them from seed. I bought them. I bought them. And I had to transplant them into a bigger um, container. So they were in these little small containers. And then I had to transplant them, which means to take them out of the smaller containers and put them in a bigger container. And sometimes you don't have a, a good success rate um success rate and they don't grow to term and they, you don't get to harvest them because of a few factors right you either like you either transplant them too early you transplant them in the soil wasn't good soil you transplant them and the root system gave out all kind of things can happen when you're transplanting a plant they can go through transplant shock, which it which means that the plant will go into stress because of improper transplanting, um, maintenance or hindrance in recovery. All kind of stuff can happen in this little gardening world. And if my parents' tree would have gotten in the ground again, 
I, I feel like I keep saying it. It, it, it would have went through transplant shop. Um, something, a, a, a real life example of transplant shock. Cause I, 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 one of, one of the plants I tried to grow before I went through transplant shock. So I tried to grow, um, sugar baby watermelons from a seed and it had some big, beautiful seedlings that grew. I grew them from seed and, um, they were ready to be transplanted because you know, when they grow their first set of true leaves is real thick leaves or whatever. And you take them and you put them into a bigger pot so they can grow to term. So what I did, I ended up not knowing. This was when I was so ignorant to gardening, but I really wanted to garden. So my mom had um, this, she had um, garden soil, but it was only for flowers. And I didn't know that. I thought soil was soil. So I ended up putting my sugar baby watermelons into a, a plant, a pot with um flower only garden soil and i killed my sugar baby watermelons they died why because they went through transplant shock they didn't belong in that soil that wasn't a soil that can sustain their growth and that is something that i want to talk to you guys about once you see the thing that is in your garage baby you're not gonna go back to it i'm gonna be so super transparent the holy spirit is leading me to tell y'all so like i said i at the beginning i have been battling with my feelings right battling with my feelings one of the things that i have been really battling with is overeating or eating my feelings um allowing myself to overindulge in food to to soothe me it's something I, I use. I use food for comfort for a long time. I keep telling my testimony. I was 250 pounds right now. I am not. I lost 90 pounds, 90 to 100 pounds. And I am not 250 anymore. But I still have overeating or eating my feelings in my garage. It's still there. It was still there. And toward now... That is the end of the year, and I've I've been able to to go to God about this and actually put into practice the things that He has given me to no longer to no longer go um to to no longer go and overeat, and He helped me to understand why I I overeat and understand what this actually is where does this where this stems from and he gave me practical steps to not overeat you know and now that i have it's really hard for me to go back to overeating like today for example i was upset right i was really upset today and i had a moment you know i broke down and i had a smoothie right I went made me a smoothie. The smoothie was so good, y'all. It was so good. And I had some granola. And I had a bag of granola. And um I was eating it. I was eating the granola with a spoon, right? Just the granola. So was eating the granola and it didn't even like I, I while like right after I broke down, I said, I'm gonna eat some granola. So I was eating the granola and I didn't even feel right eating the granola. Like I didn't feel right 
allowing that to soothe me in that moment because the item has been exposed. It's been uprooted in the name of Jesus. The overeating has been uprooted in the name of Jesus. It has been uprooted. So it doesn't even feel right to overindulge anymore. It doesn't even feel right to allow myself to go at that like I used to. Now, see, at the top of the year, I would have been I would have been twexing everything in sight toward the middle. I would have been eating everything in sight. But now that I have been able to take a step to give that over to God, that he gave something back to me and I gave it back to him again. And I did the stuff that he told me to do. And I'm aware and conscious of this item of overeating. And I now have practical steps to go ahead and walk out this thing the way God told me. Overeating got to go. And that's not to say that I won't ever overeat again. That's not to say that. It's not to say that. It's it's just the fact that that has been in my garage for so long. And now that I'm conscious to it and now that I've given it over to my God and that he has given me steps to take. This item is being uprooted in the name of Jesus. Now, back to the tree. They didn't get that tree was here. That tree was there for years. It didn't take them one day to get that tree out that ground. It didn't take them one week to get that tree off that ground. That wasn't a fast process. I know it wasn't a fast process because there ain't no way the tree lifted up the sidewalk and they, they, they don't need a jackhammer. They don't need all kind of equipment to get under the cement, to get inside of the ground, to, to dig up the whole root system to the point that the tree doesn't even look like it was ever there. That didn't take a week. That didn't take a day. That took a long time to do that. Okay, and it, and and it's gonna take a long. It might take a long time. It might take a short time. Whatever item in your garage, it is at. It will be uprooted at the appointed time, and so will this overeating thing with me. I I y'all, I cannot tell y'all enough. Everything that God is allowing me to talk about is happening in my life and i get to share it and i pray that this is helping you guys i do because i want y'all to know that you are not alone and every item in your garage will be uprooted if you decide to take it to him if you decide to walk out the steps that he gave you if you decide that you even want to go on the process because it's more you y'all it's 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 uncomfortable to go on a process but when you are in clutter it's even more uncomfortable y'all have y'all ever been in a junky junky place you just start itching you don't want to be there you ever went somewhere and you just like oh my god it's so dirty in here i know some of y'all just started cleaning because you cannot stand that you cannot stand that even if you are in depression, right? Because this is a symptom of depression. Sometimes some people go they go through depression and they have a junky room. And it's just like it feels it feels this this it, it just you just don't have any energy to do to to pick up or anything. And this is how you feel. You look around and you feel like this. But the moment where you get some light, the moment where you are able to get up, the moment where you have that 
peak of joy. That's when you want to start cleaning up your room. That's when you want to start going and opening the curtains. That's when you want to start going out and dressing in colors. That's when you want to start being the light in which you were made to be. You got to clean up your garage. You got to you got to get uncomfortable to even get comfortable to be getting to get that healing. Yeah, you can walk through through life and complain about the items in your garage. But until you take that step until you take the step to start to get the clutter out instead of rearranging, because you can rearrange stuff. You can make it look a little cleaner. But when you get to the nitty gritty, you actually start to pick up the stuff to dust to to actually wash the wash your sheets and wash the things and wash yourself baby it feels good when you are clean it feels good it feels good so let god clean up the items let god take the items so you can be free so these items can be uprooted out of your garage because it is possible with a human it may be impossible but with god all things are possible ask that tree in the front yard where it's at ask that tree if it would have stood a chance no so if so if the root system the, the the root system that you can see from a tree from a plant if that root those root systems can be um uprooted what makes you think the root system that that is your garage or the items in your garage can't be uprooted? I never would have thought I wouldn't have. I never would have thought I would be free from eating my feelings because I've been in it so long. That's just that just was my thing to do. I didn't think I was going to be this size at 250. I didn't think so. I didn't think that. I I didn't think I was. I did not think that. I did not think that I would be this size that i am now i didn't think i would be able to be to love working out i didn't think i would ever not eat my feelings i didn't think that where i was oh i just saw darkness i just saw a a fat chick i just saw the number on that scale i just saw my tears on my pillow i just saw all that stuff i saw my overeating i saw food as comfort i saw food as an escape i saw food as a avoidance i saw food as my friend okay and i don't know how many people you plug and play your situation because it might not that might not be your story that might not be your story, but I cannot speak for you. God, I know God is speaking to somebody right now. I know God is showing you all kind of stuff, showing you your own garage. But if I can be free from overeating and eating my feelings, why can't you? God ain't doing nothing for me that he want, He don't want to do for his other children. I'm nobody special. I'm just a king's kid, and so are you. So are you. God is no respecter of person. If he can get me free and and down and he can help me lose all his weight and and to finally be at a place that I am secure in my body and I can and I can stop eating my feelings why wouldn't he want to do the same thing for you why wouldn't he want to free you from 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 that way of thinking from going get those abortions from abuse from beating those children from that mindset of get of 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 getting beat why why wouldn't he want to free you from your from your past from your lifestyle from stripping why wouldn't he want to free you 
God wants to free you. He wants to uproot those things in your life. That poverty mindset, that depression, that anxiety, he wants to uproot it. When you are able to recognize that root in your garage, that transplant shock occurs. It will never be the same. Once God gets you on the process, even if you fall, because a just man, baby, falls seven times and gets back up. You're going to fall on this process. Whatever process God gives you, you're going to fall. You're going to fight that process. You ain't going to want to do that process. But once you put that process in the play, that's just like when you put, when you put, a um, when you put a, um, I don't know. I see a CD. I don't know. Go back in time with me. I see a CD player or a record player. Once you put that little knob down and the record starts spinning, you that record ain't about to stop spinning unless you go and stop that thing. Okay? That CD, that CD not about to stop spinning unless you stop that thing. Okay? That microwave. You put that food up enough for a certain amount of time, that microwave ain't about to stop warming that food unless you stop it or unless it's done. So once you get on your process, you gonna be good. That transplant shot gonna occur. Okay? So I wanna talk a little bit about how roots can be traced in your life. I, I kind of said a little bit about how roots can be traced in your life through feelings, right? Um, that's one way. Sometimes roots can be traced through an addiction, okay? An addiction does not have to be drugs or alcohol. It can be patterns. All addiction is a pattern or a habit that you settle for or feel accustomed to, right? So you can you could even find yourself being rooted in the clutter, you might like being rude in the clutter, but really, you don't like it because of the actions. Like, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. I had I I used to be around certain people, and um, I always so I used to be around certain people, and I I used to feel like I always got the short end of the stick, or I was just like always the one that was trying to be positive while they was just negative and they didn't they didn't like doing certain things but I was too afraid to be alone so I still went to be there with them because I wanted to just have friends right so I always would be talking about leaving this certain this certain group of friends and I didn't want to be around them anymore because I I knew that they wasn't the people that I was supposed to be around right so I would always talk about it, but I ain't had no action behind it, right? So that was me finding myself being rooted to the clutter because I was talking about getting out that group, but I wouldn't have no action behind it. That's just like somebody saying, oh, I can't stand this job, but I ain't doing nothing about it. Or oh, I can't stand being in this relationship with this person, but I ain't doing nothing about it. That's just like that, that your friend complaining about her relationship over and over and over and over again. You give your advice to her several times and she's still with that dude he's still with that girl you know what i'm saying it's it's because they are loving being rooted in that clutter you loving being rooted in that clutter but it don't have to stay that way because once you know better that like you can finish that you're supposed to do better not to do better you're supposed to do better you're expected to do better you want to do better but are you going to do better? That's the magical question. Because if you took that step to recognize the root, then things have to change. You are privy to it now. You can see it now. When you're in the dark, 
you can't see nothing but when the light comes on you you look around you finally can see something you finally can see if i take my glasses off i wear glasses right on my contacts if i take my glasses on my contacts off i can't see nothing but once i put them things on my eye it becomes clear so once you find out the root of an item it becomes more clear to you it's like a piece of the puzzle that has been placed on the puzzle it's like a, a new piece that you have found you know so it can't remain the same it's not supposed to remain the same unless you allow it to remain the same but you are bestie so you can't allow it to be the same i won't let you and god surely won't let you and you won't let yourself because you are here to to understand who you are to be able to fight against who you are not and you are not you are not gonna allow yourself to be in that clutter because you are on the process to becoming free matter of fact say it i am free from whatever item that you had found in your garage let me i must i'm gonna start it off i am free from eating my feelings i am free from using feelings i mean i am free from using food as a coping mechanism i am free Say your thing. I am free. I want you to use every resource that God has given you and watch him work. Whatever process that he has allowed you to be in, I want you to to watch him work. You don't have to know how. You don't have to know when. It it doesn't matter. When you are little, you're not worried about when you grow up unless somebody comes and say well what do you want to be when you grow up but you are just focused on being a kid you don't care about nothing you don't care about nothing them adults doing you are a kid all you want to do is eat and play play and eat that's all you want to do okay you ain't worrying about nothing else so look go and do what god has told you to do and and watch him work you don't gotta know how this gonna happen as long as you obey him and you are where he wants you to be and where he told you to be as far as this process. But before you even have a process, you got to go to him with the with the items in your garage. You got to follow the steps in this facing yourself series because you cannot skip anything. You don't get a process where you didn't even give him the item in your garage or pray about it and come come consistently come to him about this. Because God ain't going to sit there. He ain't going to sit there and give you all the answers as soon as you go to him. He not. Because he know you coming to him for just the answers. He he wants to walk you through this. He don't want to say, oh, here is here is the 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 the, the uh treasure treasure map to the to the the pot of gold and then you go get the gold and you say forget him. No. God wants to walk hand in hand with you, bestie. He is your bestie forever. So walk with him even after you are free from this item because god has you he wants you he loves you okay so i'm gonna just shout out transformation church right quick because personally mr michael todd miss natalie todd and the team has been helping me on this journey to freedom this is a resource that god has gifted me with to be able to you know walk to freedom they're in a we're in a series in transformation nation we're in a series called cuffing season and this series let me be honest michael mr michael has been doing relationship goals for quite some time now and um he's been talking about relationships for a lot a, a, a while 
And that's that's not the area that um I struggle with, you know, so far. That's not the area where I like it's not a it's never been a person for me. Like like I'm not in the area of relationships I'm cool as far as like a, a romantic thing relationship that's not where I'm at okay so I'm not like with relationship because that's not where I'm at so that's not really that wasn't my word with with that when he came with this cover season baby baby all of these <laughs> almost all of these have been stinging me okay all of them but it's a good sting y'all like, you know you know it's just it's the sting where you know when you uh when you cut yourself and you and you uh go get the hydrogen peroxide and you dab it on there. Or some of y'all might get alcohol. I don't know y'all y'all on some other stuff. Y'all get alcohol, but you get the hydrogen peroxide and it sting a little bit because it's healing. That's what type of thing. That's what type of thing is going on here. And baby, he has been Holy Spirit has been whipping my carcass with this with this series and i want i want y'all to tune in because it's a good sting it's like oh it's like this y'all it's a good burn it's like a good like sore i love being sore when i get when i work out i don't know i love it so much in my body okay my body is a little different i don't i don't feel my soreness until like a day or two after but baby it like doing the workout it burns so good and it i'll be so sore and it feels so good and that's what this series does okay and it's gonna transform you for real and um i i just i just say check it out if you led cuffing season transformation church besties go ahead and, and listen and um and glean from that okay so um as i had told y'all before um about my garage i told y'all two items in my garage i told y'all about the overeating tonight and i told y'all about the anger so the anger and the overeating that was that's only um the fruit okay or the item that are in my that is in my garage and um with the anger i was able to see that specific item manifest in unhealthy ways until things around me were uprooted like god this is what god did for me like he did not take me and put me in another place he didn't uproot me he uprooted things around me so he can get by himself with me so he can work one-on-one with me he uprooted people he uprooted pleasures he uprooted opportunities like and and sometimes that's what he'll do he'll he'll take people pleasures opportunities he'll put all that stuff out of reach in order for you to deal with your garage and the items in it in order for him to show you like listen i want to help you i am here for you i don't need you to go to these external resources i want to help you add internally so that 
when you are able to tangibly reach out and get these external things that you will not draw your power from them because you can't draw your power from them anyway i want to give you life and life more abundantly i do not want you to think that life is in all these other things because i am your life i am the one who gave you life and i am the one you were living in in me you live breathe and have your being you are my daughter you are my son and i want to be the one to help you get free i want yes i may use people yes i may use opportunities yes i may use that job yes i may use that resource but i am the source i want to help you i want to walk hand in hand with you i want to bring you through that i want the glory i am your bestie forever and i love you and that's why i'm taking these things away that's why i'm letting you be able to get your mind together away apart from people that is why i want you to walk six months by yourself that is why i took you from that job that is why i took you from that state that is why i allowed that to happen to you which it didn't happen to you it happened for you i allowed it and i will use it pay attention to me my son pay attention to me my daughter i am here for you Hmm. here we go (laughs) you better talk holy spirit man so this is all so you can be free and to this is all so you can be free and this is all so you can face yourself so that you can see the patterns, recognize them, and get yourself in a process instead of continuing in the patterns that cover the pain. Overeating and anger were just things that were covering the pain, numbing me especially overeating it was numbing me the tagline for transformation church is um in the cuffing season is i think it's um things you love that don't love you back all of that eating that pizza that pasta that bread all of that baby it was good going in but that's how I got to 250. And I just look like a bunch of... <laughs> I just look like the top of the muffin and did so, baby. Okay? And it was... I love that pasta. I love that cake. I love all of that stuff. And they're not wrong in moderation. But to be eating that stuff every day just because I'm not feeling well. Just because somebody made me upset. Just because I'm scared to walk through this me eating that i love them but they didn't love me back because baby if they loved me back i would have had a six-pack okay so like um i couldn't continue in that because all it was doing is numbing me from the pain instead of helping me to deal with it helping me to grow through it you know what i'm saying and that's all god trying to do he's help trying to help you to grow through it because at the end of the day you're bigger than anxiety you're bigger than overeating. You're bigger than 
low self-esteem you're bigger than the depression you're bigger than what happened to you when you were younger you're bigger than the anger you're you're bigger than that and your god is bigger than you so let's work okay you are worth so much more than you you think you are worth you are so much more god and and god is trying to show you how much more you are worth he's trying to show you he's trying to show you and something I quickly noticed when things were removed is that I couldn't I couldn't look at nobody else but me. You know, it's easy to be like, um, no, I do this because this this person made me mad and this and point the finger at everybody else. But it's hard to look look at your hand when you point it and see the three fingers point back at you. No, you gotta take responsibility for what you've done. You know what I'm saying? I had to become become responsible. I couldn't say, "Oh my gosh, I the reason why I'm two fifty is because that person did this to me." This person, no baby, nobody made me put food the food in my mouth. Nobody made me overeat. That was just something I was doing to soothe myself, to numb myself, to be able to feel okay. But nobody made me do it. Nobody. I chose to go go get that. I chose to go, y'all. It was so bad to the point they have a 24-hour subway that is around the corner for me. And I would go to the 24-hour subway and get me a foot-long chips, cookies, and a drink. And I would eat that watching a movie. Okay? And y'all got to watch. Y'all got to watch. Be real careful with the mukbangs because some mukbangs, that is promoting the spirit of gluttony. Okay? I'm just going to throw that out there. Gluttony is something that we don't talk about often. But it's something that 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 it happens, okay? It's something that happens and it's something that that is very, very slick, okay? So, baby, watch out for it. But, yes, take responsibility for the clutter in your garage. Ain't nobody else put that clutter in your garage. Some, some of the stuff was... Because of other people, like something that happened to me when I was younger, I get all that. Things happen when you were younger. Things people have done, done things. Some things were out of your control, but still, in all, all of that is still your responsibility to handle with God. There are things that happen to all of us that we did not ask for. Some painful things and I will be the first to tell you that I am so sorry you did not deserve that. But even then, it is your responsibility to be able to allow God to free you from that because you do not deserve to walk around living a life through the lenses of your trauma. You do not deserve that. So get help. Go through your process. There have been things that happened to me too, y'all, that I still get very emotional about and I still don't have the answers to. Like some, the thing I was upset about today, I don't have the answers to that. I don't have the answers to that. I don't. And I am in this this. A situation that God has not taken me out of. And I don't believe he's going to take me out of it until he's ready. Until I, I, And I don't know when that is. I don't know when that is. But I know who he is. And I know that he has me even in this situation. And he has you even in your situation. So you don't have to deal with anything alone. Okay? You don't. 
You don't have to deal with it alone, but you do have to be responsible for your your part and for getting free. Because that woman with the issue of blood, that wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. It was just something, it was the card she was handled, handed. And guess what? She had took the opportunity to go to her God and she got free. Okay? So, um, yes. So, question I have is just some reflection questions is, were you able to trace the roots of your item? Um, what item did you find? And are you aware that God is helping you to uproot that item? So once you begin to deal with the item in your garage and the roots of that item begin to get damaged, like we were saying earlier, it can no longer remain and it goes through transplant shock just like that tree. And Bestie, let me just say this process it is not an easy one. And um, I just want to tell you that I'm proud of you. And um, God is proud of you. Um, God is beyond proud of you. Because you are taking steps to towards freedom. And you are doing things that you haven't done before. And you have the desire to be your authentic self. And um, that's what matters most. And... um. I'm just proud of y'all. I'm proud of myself. And the final step is in this series is to rest. Rest in the belief that you will be completely free from the clutter. You will be free in the name of Jesus. I will be free in the name of Jesus. And you can be proud of yourself right here, right now in your process. Remember that even in your process, you will fall. That you don't have to worry about anything because a just man falls seven times, but he gets back up. And God is your strength and God has you. Okay? Continue to go to him. Let me tell y'all what y'all did so far because it's a celebration. Okay? You should be so proud of yourself. So far, you have acknowledged that you have a garage. You've taken a look at inside of your garage. You've recognized the item in your garage. And tonight, um, no, and you got to the root of that item. And tonight, you finally have made it to the end. And you know that that item can be uprooted once and for all. And now, it's time for you to rest. You worked so hard. And that uprooting process um requires you to just be still and know that he's God. You don't have to uproot that. That's not your job. That tree for my parents' front yard, that tree only had to be that tree and stay there. The men that were called, you hear me? Called to uproot that tree, they did it. They uprooted that tree. And the one that is called to uproot your items in your garage is none other than Jehovah. None other than Elohim. No other than, no, uh, none other than Jesus Christ. None other than God Almighty. So you sit back and allow God to uproot that. You don't have to worry. You don't have to do anything in your own strength. He has you. And remember, 
that you are destined to win because he got up. Let me pray for y'all. Thank you, Lord, for a powerful podcast, God. Thank you, Lord, for the besties and the best stores who are listening, Father. God, I ask you, Lord God, to help us to continue to walk in our processes, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to see the items in our garage. God, I thank you, Lord God, that you made it clear to us that you want us free, Lord God. Thank you for life and life more abundantly, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that you will never leave us where you found us. Thank you, Lord God, that the the roots of the items in our garage have been uprooted right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, that we are free, that we are whole, that we are set apart, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your freedom, God. Thank you for your grace, God. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your peace, Father. Thank you, Jehovah Jireh, the provider of freedom. Thank you, God, for being who you are, for being such a loving father who will nurture his kids, who will love his kids, who want his kids to be kids, Lord God. Thank you for the uprooting process, Father. Help us to walk on this journey, Lord God, hand in hand with our bestie forever, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for who you are and for who you called us to be. Lord, we thank you right now. We honor you right now. We just say thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for what you have done for us. Thank you for giving back our domain and placing your Holy Spirit within us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the uproot process thank you father god for helping us to face ourselves to become who we are so that we can fight against who we are not we thank you in the name of jesus i pray we pray amen for anybody who is um wanting to go through the facing yourself journey the series has come to an end but i believe that it will be back i actually um um some of you may be wondering, well, how do I go through this Facing Yourself series? First, you have to come to God. And the only way to get to God is through his son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says um, in Romans 10 and 9 that in order to give your life to Christ, all you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead. So if you would like to give your life to Jesus and walk hand in hand with him on this face of yourself journey, you please repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life. I believe you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me right now i ask you to come in to be my bestie forever and to help me to finally face myself in Jesus' name i pray amen and baby let me tell you heaven acting a donkey on your behalf and you can now walk through this process of facing yourself with your bestie forever jesus christ This is D, and I'm signing out. Bye, y'all.